Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fragrophilia. It's been a little bit of a while, but this is Jeff. This is Jane. And we are happy to be behind these two mics talking about fragrances once again. Yeah, thanks for bearing with us on the hiatus. It's been a crazy start of the year. You know, Jeff and I have been people who have both been working full time and not having outside childcare except for babysitters coming every once in a while. So we just started daycare and that's going to change the game. Yeah, for parents out there, new parents or parents that don't have quite a year old baby yet, that year transition, all of a sudden he he's so much more mobile. He knows there's a world out there. He wants to get to it. Being locked in with mom and dad all the time gave him a little stir crazy. It was hard to work. And we were finally like, hey, let's, let's try out daycare. Yeah, developmentally, he was ready for it. Um, like after I stopped breastfeeding him, I was able to go back to work. And so I just wanted more time to work too. It's been hard though. I, like, I really miss him during the day. Yeah. Today was hard on mom. Yeah, he uh, he's, you know, we, we get him at the end of the day and uh, he's so tuckered out because this is his first week. He's not used to such like activity and action and he just, he's a little snoozer. So He was conking out in the playpen. It was breaking my heart. We are going to really enjoy our time with him this weekend. Um, now, crazy news is uh on the 13th, not quite Valentine's Day, we did have a visitor to the house, or at least the backyard, when a local bank robber ran through our backyard. And um, as I was locking the door, because I knew something weird was going on, there were cops and all this kind of stuff, in our very, very quiet, norm normally quiet neighborhood, uh, as I was locking the door, he hopped our fence and was walking through, and he and I made eye contact. And it was quite a scene. He did not get to meet Greta, our very large aggressive uh, dog pit mix. She would have gone for him. Yeah, but he uh, waved at you, right? What's that? He waved at you. He smiled and like, yeah, it was a weird. I can picture him. You always wonder, and and I've told you this a couple times in the last couple of days. You always wonder if you're in like a crazy situation like that, and then you're later asked to describe the individual. Would you even have, you know, that split second, would you, I can, that split second of seeing him and making eye contact with him is frozen in my mind forever. I could, I mean, I could tell you everything about him. That's so crazy. And, uh, but yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, there you go. That was a fun uh, moment a, this week. It's been a weird week. It has been a very weird week. Um, but it's been a few weeks since we last podcasted. I think the last time we recorded was January 18th. And then that was released like a couple days later. So it's been almost a full month, and we've done a lot of fragrancing. And off the top, we also have been, we've received some nice gifts. Yes, we have. Whoa, we got really spoiled. We are very, very spoiled right now from several of our, our favorites, uh, specific, uh, starting off Maison Detto. Uh, the, the crew there sent us a, a nice box of fragrances to just kind of, uh, know have on hand as we are big fans of the brand and we talk about them a lot but most importantly karate g yes we have been you mean you guys know if you've been listening to this karate g has been on our want list for a very very long time and i was actually crazy fate thing uh, after my studio sale i wanted to reward myself with a perfume and i was thinking about what i would want and Karate G was up there. I can't remember what it came down to, 
But in the end, that package arrived just before I probably would have purchased something for myself. So I got my Kara EG. It's such without a having sense. to buy it. It's it's the it's such a cool, just luxurious and sexy rose patchouli type scent. It's so gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bit dirty, skanky. Yeah. For a rose sheep. It's beautiful. And also we got the candle of it. Yes. Talk about skanky. I've been living in heaven. Like, that is the best. Yeah. The yeah, the candle is somehow skankier than the eau de parfum. Yeah, it was like maybe we don't burn this during the when the babysitters are coming over, but it, it's so good. Everything I love about Alter by by Rado and that kind of musky, leathery, earthy, I, I don't know, skankiness. Rose or uh, Karate G just adds rose and to it, and it's so pretty. Yeah, I kind of thought that Ritana was the skankiest scent from the line, and sometimes I kind of, I think that things that are going on and E.G. are skankier, actually. Yeah. I, what do know, you think? I never think of Rotano as skanky for some reason. I don't either. I was just actually, I was going to talk about it later in the episode, so I wrote down my notes for it, and I said it was like an office animalic. Like, you get the literal barnyard horse poop facet, but it's so toned down. Like, it's it's so smooth, it would never offend anyone. Well, I think if anybody has been listening over the last few episodes and me entering in my freak era, they know I love a good barnyard poop scent. I mean, it's <laughs> just, it's what I'm about right now. But um, I don't get it from that. I don't know. I, you know. I've heard other people talk about the animalic side of it, but to me, it's just such a powdery leather kind of woody scent that that's what I get most. I, I rarely ever get a, a real animalic. I mean, animalic in the sense it's very leathery to me, but not in a skanky way. I don't know. Funny how that works. Um, I actually wore Rotano to a doctor's appointment yesterday, close quarters. And as my doctor was going down the line of questions, she was like, and what is that perfume you're wearing? (laughs) I had to write down the name of Rotano for her. Well, hopefully they got a sale. Yeah, I hope so. Or at least a discovery set. (laughs) Um. Yeah, anytime we go somewhere and there's like a horse leather related fragrance, because when we went to the vet in Corpalium by uh, Marlou, mm-hmm. that was a big hit. You had to tell several people about yes, that one. Yes, I had to write, write down the name of that Marlou fragrance. Uh, speaking of which, I just want to add this real quick. There was a great write up in the Fumes, or Fumes uh, newsletter, which is, uh, we'll put a link in our the description of the episode. But they did a. She did a really great review on um, just Marlou as a house, and it's a uh, McKaylee uh, at Substack.com. She's at Renegade Apostle on IG, and again, we'll put the um, the link in the description. But I thought that was a really great article. Did you get a chance to read it yet? Yeah, I did. Of course. I mean, yeah. I'm such a fan of Marlou. Yeah, I like. A- like hearing other people's thoughts on it. Super deep dive as she does with She's all her so house. Great. Yeah, yeah. That, that's must must read. Um, it actually inspired me to wear Ambilux a lot this week, which we were yeah, both loving did. last yeah, night. Jeez, we haven't worn it in a while, and it just kind of hit just right. It's <laughs> such a it's a beautiful fragrance. Um, also very animalic and dirty, but um, the uh, other box of spoils that we received was from uh, Carlos at Arquiste, which, man, 
I've been wearing quite a few of them a lot. Uh, one is the Latrog, which is one that's been around for a while. I haven't thought, uh, you know, I, I've tried like a sample of, but I've never had like a real proper sample where I can, uh, where, and he sent us a full bottle of it. And it is pretty much just a classic citrus with some vetiver and uh, a nice little bit of dates in there. Um, Palm leaf. Dates are trending. I know, but wow, that is a that is one of those fragrances. Again, it's Latrog that you can wear anytime, but during the day when you're just out running errands, it's so peppy and so citrusy and so bright with a little bit of that kind of like vetiver earthiness to it. Mm, yeah, if you perfection. like if you like a really aggressive citrus scent, this is amazing. It's yeah. so bracing. It's yeah, it is. I don't we, know. We've both been wearing that one a lot. Yeah, that that's that has been really kind of it's an uplift when we've been busy and swamped like we have been lately, and worn down with childcare and running late around nights, traveling late, late nights. nights. It's like that. You spray a little bit of that on, and it just gives you a little boost. I love it. Um, also, I've been really curious about uh, Carlos did a collaboration with a. I don't know if they do like underwear or something like that. It's uh, Matthew's, Matthew Zink and the fragrance is by Matthew Zink. And it's, man, it's some heavy notes. It's crazy good. May I smell it? Yeah. It's cade oil and cumin, clove, nutmeg. There's cedar wood, patchouli, vanilla, musk, leather. It's just, it's, it's a gritty, earthy, animalic body scent that just, Kick. I mean, it explodes with like cade oil in the up, uh, up in and the top. Like and like a lot of cumin? Yeah. Yeah, I'm smelling it, it right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I sprayed it on a little spritzer here because. That's a lot of cumin. I feel like you cumin have. Cumin and clove. This is one of those nutmeg. fragrances that, uh, listeners, I sprayed on a, a little strip about 30 minutes ago because you have to let this breathe a little bit. Yeah, it changes completely because I wore it one time. It smells so good. So you just sprayed it. There it is about a half hour later. And when it settles, you get a lot more of that kind of um, leather. You still get the clove and the cumin, which is really nice. But that, the, the the vanilla and the musk kind of temper everything. And um, It has this, I, like a savory licorice. It is so too. good. I love it. But it is definitely not something like I'm running out the door, I spray on it, and then get in a cab. I feel sorry for anybody yeah. that hits that. But an hour from then, when you finally get to dinner or wherever you're going, people will be asking you what you're wearing. It's a, it's a bold fragrance. We need to do a cumin lovers episode. Yeah, this would definitely be it. But um, yeah, I was really excited that. But I think the thing that's really standing out for me from that package from Carlos, and again, thank you, is his most recent release, which is Lord de Louis. We talked a little bit about it um, a couple months ago when it was first released. It's orange blossom and jasmine. It has some smoky notes, a little bit of honey and cedar. And I didn't, the first time I sampled it, it was like a blotter. So it really wasn't, I wasn't getting the full effect, but he sent a travel. Oh my God. This yeah, is so good. It's um, so this good. is by far my favorite of everything that he sent to us. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm a, big orange blossom lover and this is one of the best ones that i've smelled in a while in the jasmine and just the, the kind of smokiness with those things which you normally don't always get with 
such white florals, you don't get like a heavy smoky note. And it blends so well that neither are too heavy. You're just left with that kind of, I don't know, it has a little bit of that Mugway Fleury type of uh, white scratchy floral to it. It's a little humid. Ah, to me, the musk and the orris are very, very loud here. Mm. So it's like the orange blossom landing on all of that cozy, slightly like cat fur musk is so good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's a good way to put it. So you always describe these things better than doesn't me. like doesn't it remind you a little bit actually of uh, Carnicure by Marlou, which also has an orange blossom and musk note, I believe. Yes, but to me, this is more of a perfume perfume, whereas Carnicure is more of just like a scent. Yeah, know? this is. I mean, this is, feels very. Um, am I hallucinating? There's is there an orange blossom note in Carnicure? I think I'm right. Anyway. Uh, this feels almost more cologne-y. It's very fresh. Very, very fresh. much. It's very, so. it's very much what, I, you know, when I'm not in the barnyard, this is very much the type of stuff that I love right this now. This is so Jeff. It's yeah. crazy. This could not be a more Jeff fragrance. Yeah, that is, that is a home run, which brings up another topic to me that I wanted to kind of bring up to you and to the listeners as well is you hear a lot today about especially in any type of industry but especially fashion and beauty and and now perfumes where the release schedule is so everywhere i mean there's so many releases hitting left and right everywhere every house every brand every you know it's just like there's always a new release and which means a lot are being missed as well and to me, this has been out for several months, and this is a home run. This is a great scent worth talking yeah, about. Yeah, we definitely should be hearing more people talk about this. It's yeah. incredible. I think Scout liked it, right? I, didn't she talk about it in a recent Scout video? really liked, um, um, oh, I can't remember which one she really liked. It might be this one, but I, I don't think so. I, I think it was. Um, oh, no, it was. Uh, sorry, I'm thinking of Boutonniere. Oh, yeah, it was Boutonniere, yeah. which, again, one of my faves. I mean, if you like I mean, we, Boutonniere, you'll definitely like sample, so. Lord de Louis. Yeah, this is, this is so pretty. I would be very curious to see what she thinks, and also Isaac. They're my two testers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. It, yeah. It, but anyway, so it just it reminded me of a, several scents recently that I really like that have been released in the last year, but don't seem to catch much buzz. Everybody knows that I'm a big Fauna fan recently by Regime de Fleur. Uh, but another one that I really, really love from that line is Leather Petals. And we've had a couple samples, and it is one that I am always just like just about to buy because I really, really, really like it. And so I wanted to go on uh, Fragrantica the other day and just see, like, oh, what are the review? What do other people think? How would, you know, how are they feeling about it compared to what I'm feeling about it? There's one review. One. That's crazy. One tiny. And, and I remember it took a really long time before it showed up on Fragrantica from when it was released. Like, there's, there's stuff for Jade Vines and uh, the, the release before it, which is escaping me right now, but... Leather petals is a damn. We're talking about like karate G, and it's it's different than that. But those type of patchouli florals, almost sheep like uh, floral fragrances. It, it just to me that's that's a damn good one. And regime 
the Fleurs is such a re- well-regarded, you know, hot, yeah. fashionable brand. And not like, like Fragrantica is always going to be the most accurate arbiter of what's selling well or, you know, what's what's a good fragrance, obviously. But I, I do feel like it is a pretty accurate, you can go there and get a pretty accurate sense of just the community interest in a fragrance and people should definitely be more aware of other petals, which you've been wearing so much lately. Yeah. And I don't really, you know, I don't really care if people like it or not, but it is always, I'm always curious of what they think. And so it really surprises me when a fragrance by such a well-regarded niche house only has one. I just sprayed it for Jane and letting her uh, test it on a sample. It's so good. So the notes on it are Artemisia bitters, galbanum, rum, osmanthus, divana, patchouli, orris, venom, flower, cedar, styrax, leather, and labdanum. I mean, it's just, and one of the, in the description, it's, there's a little quote that says, like, what if flowers were made of leather? And that's what it actually kind Ooh, of I like. I love that. Yeah, that's what it invokes to me. Like, kind of when you when you have a rose, and there is no rose listed, but it feels very rosy to me. But when you touch a rose petal and it has that kind of suede feel yeah, to yeah. it, that's what, that's, that's what it's like to me. And I, I just, I love this fragrance. It kind of bummed me out that there was only one person that took the time to leave a, a review, of course, I haven't done it either, but that's Maybe what I'm doing right episode, here. Yeah. That's what I'm doing it right now. This feels almost retro because of how oh. glamorous it feels, but it's it's not retro at all. It, this feels completely modern. It's very peppery to me, too. I don't know why. It, it, it's, oh, this is, I love this. I, wanna buy, I almost want to buy it right now. Yeah, it has a big presence. It's yeah. It's a fragrance. It's making a statement. No Plus, wishy-washiness. I'm a big fan of, this is one of hers that she's composed. I'm a big fan of the uh, perfumer and founder of Regime de Fleur. She's been on Perfume Room Pod. She's been on um, Smell You Later. And, you know, she's real about uh, the, the workings of being a luxury perfume house. I think Mason uh, Detto, Brianna with Mason Detto is kind of the same way. It's just, I like hearing that and I like supporting brands like that. I loved her interview on the perfume room. Yeah. It's just, uh, so, I don't know. I'd love to hear if anybody else listening has is, is tried leather petals, what they thought. Just so we can start some kind of dialogue. This is a damn good fragrance. I love it. And I will get it soon. It's got a kind of a wet soiliness to it. I don't know. It's such a good fragrance. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We've, uh, we got a new fragrance in the collection. We got Santal Majuscule by Serge Luton from FragranceNet, where you can get so many great Serge scents for like 60 bucks. I know. It's kind of crazy. Like, that's how much it was, right? Yeah. Well, it was like, I don't know, 70 in the end or something. We've heard a lot about this fragrance. Don't know if I'm liking it, to be honest. Yeah, it's... For one, one of the things that jumps out to me immediately is it seems to have that or nerlimbanol in it, which is... Sorry, can you say that again? <laughs> you making fun of me? No. <laughs> nerlimbanol. Okay. Um, which is 
kind of it, it's the it's the thing I keep talking about that's in like vanilla powder, it's in Animal League by Byredo, and a lot of scents that tend to have a little bit of vanilla, but also kind of like a woody amber sandalwood. A cream de fume. Yeah. Also had it. The new surge scent from this year. So as I'm trying to determine whether or not I like Santal Magiscal School, it uh that pops out at me and I'm like, oh no. But it feels very like soapy vintage to me in a way, which I wasn't expecting. Um, yeah, I'll have to live with it a bit. It's got a it's glam and retro in a way that I don't know that I'm enjoying. Yeah, we wanted to get kind of, we wanted to blind buy a, a surge uh, due to those prices. And we had a little bit of a gift card to use. And um, we had talked about previously that we wanted some cacao scents, or at least explore that note a little bit. And that has it in there, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll a, come back on that letter by now. I still want to double down on our commitment to cocoa, cacao. Mm-hmm. But that was not it. No, but you know, Surge has a tendency to underwhelm us at first and then turn it Girl, around later. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you didn't love Lafitte de Berlin at first either. No, and now I'm obsessed. Yeah. So we'll see. Now things are. Sometimes the season hat plays into that a little bit as well. Um, but also, we've been sampling a lot of stuff recently. We have some standouts. Yeah, I don't know where you ordered from, but you had just like a treasure box of like 20 new samples, some some interesting uh, modern sheeps, modern old school fragrances. We're into that revival thing right now. Yeah, I, well, I, I ordered from Scent Split. I also ordered some samples from Brooke at St. Cellier in England. And um, But we have a couple that really, to me, stood out. Number one was Sheep Palatin by uh, MDCI. Seen a lot of people talk about them over the years. And I I finally tried it out. Don't know what I was expecting. It is not anything like I expected. It's not necessarily, I don't feel like it's a sheep at all. It's very ambery and... There's a sweetness to it. There's a kind of resinous to it. To me, it's syrupy a little bit, but there is an accord in there that is very similar to Musk Ravageur in my mind. And I love it for that. And I've worn it quite a bit. I don't get any of the Musk Ravageur, but like that really delicious vanilla ambery aspect, mm-hmm. maybe I get. Yeah, it's amazing. I wore it a lot too. Yeah. I, so that, that is definitely a winner. I want to explore that house a little bit more. I wish we would have when we were at that place, oh, is it Ossuary or whatever, that when we were in New oh, York, yeah, they yeah. had the full line there and we just didn't spend any time with it at all. And I wish we would have because there's quite a few that look intriguing to me. So I'd be curious if anybody has any recommendations uh, to check that out. A lot of cool Italian houses that we're getting into. I know. Maybe we need to plan a trip. To go, go to that little perfume shop in Rome. Yes. Oh, God, that was so cool. I can't think of the name of it, but that was one of the coolest <laughs> places I've ever been. Um, and then you really liked, is it, I'm going to butcher this, so please. Oh, God, I've been dreading saying this name yeah. all. Amber de Abesis by Hubigant. <laughs> a lot wrong in that, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, making Saying the, the name Hubigant makes me nervous, too. It sounds like Hubastank. The great American butt rock band. 
<laughs> Speaking of, can we just have an aside on butt rock bands? Because we, <laughs> we stopped at a place to uh, get burgers real quick before picking up Henry from daycare yesterday. And they were blasting, this place we were at, they were just blasting some butt rock from the 2000s. <laughs> and what was the band? It was Hinder. Hinder. Lips of an Angel. Lips of an Angel. But it, was one of, it wasn't that song, which I, I've never heard You're either, right. We but, listened to yeah. that after. Um. Yeah, I, I don't even know. But there was like a Godsmack. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was a lot of just that type of stuff. But then you told me about Lips of an Angel, which I missed entirely when it was ever I, until yesterday. I never knew it existed. <laughs> it and then you looked, school. then you looked up what the song was about. <laughs> it's a beautiful song about cheating on your girlfriend. Pretty much, yeah. So, you know, he can't help but cheat because the woman he's cheating on his girlfriend with has lips like an angel. It's hard to be faithful when you it, have the that, lips of an angel. That is a that is a line from the song. Uh, um, what are we talking about? I you know Amber Timbees by Hubica. Well because <laughs> you the, mentioned Hoobastank. It's the butt rock of Ambers. <laughs> it's the butt rock of Ambers. There's the title of the episode. Okay. It's actually beautiful. I'm sorry. I know. This is terrible. It's we, so you know beautiful. What? I'm gonna, it's so classy. I'm going to get you back on track. I'm going to spray <laughs> you a little sample here. But while I do that, um, what are the notes in it? There's bergamot, mint, orange blossom, geranium, patchouli, amber, jasmine, vanilla, leather, oak moss, and tonka bean. But I would say there's like Ooh, that, a smell of a nice. new car. Like, imagine an amber infused with new car smell. It also has this delicious crackling caramel note that I was going insane when I was smelling amber de, de abyssus. <laughs> 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 oh, I was going insane. Like, Jeff, what, what does this smell like? There's one fragrance that we're really into that shares this note, and I can't pinpoint it and you figured it out it's Vini antique by byredo yes has this same I, I can only describe it as a crackling caramel note like when you crack the top of a creme brulee that kind of crisp shattering um almost yeah. burnt sugar quality it is it is kind of a burnt it's so it's filling this room it is a powerhouse but, it is so good it is know, so beautiful and mm. I just want to say, like, it's also really fresh up top. Like, the mint, I'm definitely getting it. The mint, geranium, bergamot, it is fresh. Like I said, new car vibes. But then it, it dries down and it becomes very sweet and rich. So this is actually pretty high on my want list. Yeah, I haven't been taken by a fragrance Yeah, you like really this like in a while. This. Yeah, and it'd be, it, it seems like, you know, as we're kind of exploring some of these classic houses that are being revitalized, um, yeah, it is. It's. I want to say that's an Antoine Lee. Oh yeah, it's Antoine Lee you know? and Luca Maffei or something. Yeah, Maffei. I don't know. Antoine Lee. You know, he's the perfumer of the people. <laughs> we love him. Yeah. Um. I also ordered quite a few Grossmith. I've always wanted to try Grossmith because they have such incredible bottles. The thing that's kind of held back is if I ever really like one which I kind of do, but not entirely, is they're so freaking expensive. And I think they only come in 100 mLs, and they're like almost $400. So that's like, mm, you got to be pretty fantastic to 
to warrant that kind of pricing. Um, but I really liked their golden sh uh, sheep, which is a bergamot orange, nutmeg, cardamom, geranium, rose, vetiver, heliotrope. We always love a good heliotrope. Yeah. Patchouli, musk, woody notes, amber, and labdanum. A lot of similar uh, note lists tonight. You know, I, I, when I first tried it, I'm like, oh, that has, it's doing that very retro revival thing extremely well. I really, I really liked the combination of the, the bergamot and the heliotrope. They kind of uh, clang together in a very pleasant way. It's clashed, so citrus I mean. up top. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's one of the things where I'm like, oh, that's really nice. How much would how much would it be to get a bottle of this? And you say four hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, well, that's never happening because it's not that good. Yeah, no, I agree. But I don't know. It is. It is really. Good. It's Just really smelling it right pretty. now. It's incredible. And, and we also like Shim El Nassim and Hasu Nohana, which are their classic like fragrances from whenever, like the 30s or something like that. They revitalized. I really like those as well. But they remind me of a lot of. Um, like Italian houses, like Profumo Roma and MDCI. And so it's, again, it's kind of like, yeah, it's cool. And the bottle's beautiful. But maybe come out with a 50 ml and sell it for, you know, a lot less. What's the, what's, sorry, you might have to edit this out. What is the um, classic Italian soap? They make the soaps, they sell them. Oh, Santa Maria Novella? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like. More expensive Santa Maria Novella vibes. Yeah. Yeah, much more expensive. I'd rather have Santa Maria Novella. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, man, I want to say they were bought out. We'll have to bring that up somewhere. I think they were just purchased. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Or maybe they were purchased not too long <sighs> ago, but it's not the nuns anymore. Okay. Any, uh, we have, there was a little bit of news. That, I mean, there's probably been a lot of news, but we're not going to go over all of it. Um, La Curie, we're big fans here, supporters. They have new bottles. Really cool. Yeah. Might be tempted to uh, buy a full bottle of those sometime next year. Uh, Marissa also has, uh, she's coming out with new bottles soon. I think March, maybe? That's I have be no a idea what reveal. they look like. I can't wait. I'm very much looking forward to it. We have uh, quite a few of them, so I don't know what we'd buy, but um, it'd be cool to see the new bottles. We'll probably go through a flaming creature eventually, so. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but also, we received a sample, thankfully, again, spoiled, uh, from Libertine, Libertine Fragrance, and their newest release, Burrow, which comes out this week. Oh, so we have a, this is a full preview. Yeah, we, we've, we've had this for about a week. Josh was kind enough to send it to us in this beautiful travel bottle, which... Their website, too, is so stunning. I yeah. was on it today. I'm like, wow, this is one of the most, if probably one of the best uh, perfume websites out there. Yeah, you know, all around. His rebranding, uh, the fragrances. Josh seems to me like a, a, a guy who takes special care in everything that he does. And it shows up in the fragrances. It shows up in the design. It shows up in the bottling. And it really, really shows up in Burrow, his newest fragrance, which I think the, the box, it just lists like three, cedar, vetiver, and uh, turmeric. 
there's so much going on in it. And it is very much a cedar vetiver scent to me, but the turmeric and some hidden watery, almost like ambergris aspect of it, it gets better as it ages. It starts off almost like with a kind of a, a wet papery vibe at first with vetiver. I put it on today and I was like, this smells like straight up glue adhesive. Yeah. Yeah. Like the back of um, sticky tape that's been stuck to cardboard. That's what it is. It smells like sticky tape with a little bit of just that that kind of like turmeric spiciness. There's a There's a spice drawer note to it. But then the cedar and the vetiver come into play. An hour into it, it's like, wow, this is one of my favorite fragrances. I love wearing it. I had that same experience wearing it today. I found that um, that tape note, sticky tape and Sharpies maybe a little bit at top. I found it really surprising. It was not what I was expecting. And it was kind of addictive, like smelling Sharpies is. <laughs> but I think I, I did go to the website and looked up the notes and there was dates in there. Yeah. And then as like an hour into the fragrance, I'm like, this doesn't smell anything like what I first sprayed. And I smelled my, my wrist and it was like, had that sort of soapy element that turmeric can take on. And then this very delicious fruity sweetness from the dates Oh, in the woodiness. Like it was insane. And you walked into the room, you're like, oh my God, that smells amazing. It really does. It ages so well. It has great lasting power. Um, but it's nice. I really love vetiver, but a lot of vetiver scents get to be a little bit redundant, a little bit repetitive. They all kind of play around in the same area. So it's kind of nice to, it's it's very similar in the way that Sex and Jasmine, it comes at you with the animalic jasmine, but there's all these other notes that take it away from fully becoming that and being kind of like a cliche jasmine scent or anything like that. There's just these things that tone it down. And I just think that's a really beautiful, like it's a very seawater, sea breeze jasmine. And Burroughs kind of reminds me of that. It's like just when you think the cedar is going to be too dry or the vetiver is going to be too oily and grassy, that turmeric warms it up and kind of keeps it, under wraps and then like you said later you get dates it's just it's a really well done fragrance and i'm really happy for them i think this should be a big hit it's great for all seasons you can wear it to the office you can wear it for date night uh, you know it smells great when you first put it on and then like i said it just gets you smelled amazing later on and i texted you while i was wearing it and i said this reminds me of like a masculine gloam yeah, which by blown Aesop. by Aesop. I think I've mentioned every episode for the last like ten episodes. It has something, some some similarity, some of like the woodiness, some of the sort of um dried licoricey type notes. Yeah, it's a little lighter of a wear yeah, for definitely. sure. It's I'm, not as challenging. But yeah, and there's obviously no white florals, which is such a big element of gloam. But I can tell this is one that I'm going to be going to be wearing a lot. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, and it's just again, you know, I love the I love the labels now. They're so they're so chic. So, um, what have you been wearing this week? Well, I've been uh, as I, I I did in Instagram not too long ago, but fauna has been one that I just. I don't even know if I really wear it that often. I just kind of smell it a lot. It's on my desk. I keep it at my desk. It's tiny, so it get lost in the in the cabinet. But I just like to just smell it, and every now and then I'll just dab a little on my on my neck or my wrist and just enjoy it. It just makes me so happy. 
I wish we were at more. I know. I'm, I'm, you know, it's. It's become one I'm, of my favorites. I only have eight milliliters of it. It's I know. It's like, I don't want to dip into yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, it's So kinda, I need you to wear it for me to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's just a soft leather, floral, anamolic oud. Uh, it has real oud in it. And it's just, it's hypnotic. But it's not barnyard. It's not stanky. It's very like. I think I said in the description of the post where it's like kind of being with a, a trapper locked in a cave. You're a trapper, you're with your wife, you're sheltering from the storm, you're in a cave, you got a little campfire going, you got pelts keeping you warm. <laughs> That's what fauna smells like. Uh, other than that, uh, another big one, I brought out old Neroli Orange from Metier Premier, which is has always been my favorite scent from them. It's... You know, much like I was talking about with Louis, de, uh, Lord de Louis, um, Mugway Fleury by Orisa Legrand. I just love that kind of humid, dewy, white floral, a little bit of grassiness, a little earthiness, and Neroli Orange. The name says it all. That's what the the the, the hero notes are and accords in that, and it's you get. Everything. It's the most beautiful Neroli you could ever have. It's so gorgeous. It's such a direct hit of dopamine. If you're somebody who loves white flowers like we do, the orange blossom is so beautiful. And um, it just kind of feels like eating an ice cream cone in the middle of the day. It's it, sweet. Yeah. It's happy. Pure but bliss. To me, it feels like the best walk in a sunny field you could ever have like this is the greatest you know just moment in the sun you could have that's the way it feels i love it so much um and then finally i've just like i said i've been testing a lot of these like sheep palatin um golden sheep and just those kind of burrow a lot i've just really had a good time sampling fragrances over the last couple weeks that uh Nothing else really uh, stands out. I saw that Glass Blooms by Regime de Fleur was being re-released, and that makes me excited. I've always been oh, curious wow. to how you I really feel about... wanted to get into that fragrance. Yeah, I have it right have it? here. Oh. I do. I'm going to give you a little spray because, you know, we're fun people. We smell things on the fly. I'll tell you why I really oh, wanted to get on. into <laughs> What did you spray me? I sprayed leather petals again. I, oof, you're going through your sample. I know. That's Big what regrets. a boneheaded move. Uh, you know why I wanted to get into glass blooms? Why? Midnight Stinks on TikTok. Oh. You know, we all know her crazy. Yeah. Her, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Midnight Stinks is. Um, she did a review of glass blooms. And I can't remember like what 80s Barbie doll that she likened it to. But the way that she described it made me want to go out and like buy both this fragrance and Barbie dolls on eBay. Why didn't you? I should have. Oh my God. Okay, actually. I see, Tell me about I it. I see her vision so much. It's like a rainbow bright floral. Yeah, it's it's really so it's musk, peony, tea rose, grapes. Love the grape notes. Uh, Lily of the Valley, Ambrette, Sandalwood, Ilong Ilong, and Tonka Bean. I mean, that's what I, that's that's 
That's great. No list. I'm kind of stoned right now. I could just sit here and vibe with this. Yeah. Man. Okay. Glad I sprayed it for you. I should have put that in the game. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Oh, man. Oh, this is really nice. Okay, we're going to have to so try that. It's so different than week. anything else in the market right now. It's not trying to be gritty. It's not trying to be like sexy. It's just like kind of. It's a beautiful. It, yeah, it's just a kind of a, a, I don't know. Sorry. A cornucopia of pretty girliness. Hmm. I think I'd totally wear it too, though. No, I can see. You've been into into these um very peppy, mm. playful florals. That's me. Yeah, it actually really playful. is. I, I like I like that you aren't afraid to explore any floral now. I would have never believed that when we first started getting into fragrance. Yeah. He's such a experimental floral guy. Yeah, what do I care? You know, it's like, it's, I, I want to wear what I want to wear. You know how little I get compliments when I wear a fragrance? It's, other than from you. So it's like, you might as well just wear what you want. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not wearing it for compliments anyway. No. Um, what, so tell me your uh, highlights from the tray. Um, okay, well, update on my signature scent thing with Lustre by Le Gallien. I have worn it a bit. Yeah. I'd say, you know, I, I said that I wanted to be wearing it like 75% of the time. I'd say it's more like 15% of the time lately. Obviously, getting that amazing package from Maison Detto and like Burrow and um, Arquise fragrances. I just, I've been wanting to play around with those. Um, but other than that, I've also been, uh, I got to wear Roque by, what's his name? Steven Greco? Um, <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Roberto, <laughs> Roberto Greco. Steven. Steven Greco's fine too. I think it's his brother. He does more florals, you know. He's so <laughs> confidently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i've been wearing roke you got a full bottle i can't remember what edition it was like 415 yeah 420 420 speaking of mm -hmm. your uh, condition <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't when you got the sample i didn't want to wear it at all because obviously very very limited production it was i think expensive to even buy a sample or did you get it from scout what the Roke, the original sample of Roke that you had. Where no, I got it from, from Lucky Scent. Okay. It's no, no, she, uh, she had she liked the, She had the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so because you got a full bottle, I got to wear it for the first time by myself. And I take back my lover's burp comment. I mean, it's a little bit true, but I got to experience Roke in all of its full spectrum glory. And it's incredible. I mean, it had that very humid mushroom element but I really, wearing it myself, I can feel how secondary it is to the very intense incense and amber, uh, which has this kind of like burnt out quality, like a electrical fuse that has just blown up. No, okay. Yeah, I, I get that. I do. Yeah, there's something yeah. kind there's of- There's a lot going on with that fragrance. Yeah, there's a kind of like electrical smoke vibe going. Yeah. Call the fire department. And um, and then, you know, I think, how can I not like it? It has a pretty heavy dose of narcissus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I lovers going back to my lover's burp comment. It's it is true because the narcissist narcissist can smell so much like slightly sweet, dirty hair, dirty scalp. Yeah. Um, that, which yeah. is what I love about it. But having all that narcissist there just kind of 
enhances the very intimate feel of that perfume. So Roque is stunning. I love the bottle because it reminds me of the very uh, old versions of some of the opium bottles, opium by YSL, my yeah, mom had. especially that color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously I've been wearing Rotano by Maison D'Azzo. I've worn that a lot. But I also want to say Durban Jane. Oh, by yeah. By Mezendetto. I went on quite a you bit with this. I, a lot of my clothes smell like Durban Jane right now. It was kind of like my go-to bedtime scent. It, uh, I mean, what kind of, what is Durban Jane? Is it like a... It's a peppery, orris, iris, sandalwood scent. It smells so much like a tea scent to me. Yeah, it, it feels like a more dry... A somber version of Grease Charnel, a little bit by BDK Perfumes. I think if you're looking for an alternative to Grease Charnel, check out Durban Jane. It's better. It just yeah, is. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I think I would still keep Grease Charnel just because it's a statement piece, but I wouldn't mind getting rid of my BDKs. Yeah, me either. Um, But yeah, Durban Jane is. A great supplement, uh, just replacement. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I could never look at Grey Charnel again and just be happy having. Yeah, having Derby. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the least fragrance that you love. Um, oh, Ethereal Wave. A little bit for really? some reason. I know. I, it's just the, I can no, I can see it. Yeah, like all it's the, woods. the tea uh, kind of sandalwood, kind of light, flowy, beautiful. Um. Yeah, it's similar to that. To it me. also reminds me a little bit of um, the base and Celine sense, that kind of cozy mm-hmm. musk and orris thing definitely going on there. Also, speaking of kind of tea-related scents, Indigo Smoke by Arquise, which we did not love, and I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. We did not love initially. Um, but yeah, it, it just goes to show sometimes like you get a blotter or you get a sample and you have the tiny little spritzer. And you don't always get the full application or the full opportunity to try it a few times. But there were times where you were trying it. I didn't even try it yet. But you tried it and then walked through the house and I smell it. I'm like, what are you wearing? And it's indigo smoke. And it's like, wow, it's really. And then I wore it and it's really so. It's been a fun few weeks in perfume. I feel like we've worn so many different things and really enjoyed them. Well, now let's uh, let's try wearing some scents. We don't know what they are or anything. Let's play the game. Okay. I kicked it off first and just provided Jane her first sample. This is very dry, spiced, and feels slightly boozy. Mm. You can tell it's very woody. There's a feeling of orange here, but it almost feels more like an orange liqueur than... Like a fresh orange or orange zest. Let's see that. It feels kind of expansive. This isn't like a very dense fragrance. Is there sandalwood in here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would say like overall impression is not wowing me just right now. But I feel like it could be a sleeper too. I don't know. It has its charms. Now, this is a blotter, so you get that kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, unsaturated kind of like mm. hit of it at first. 
There's a bit of it that reminds me of like opening a pack of gum. I don't know. Oh, what, no, yeah, you I know can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah, it just has a kind of, it, it, it has Powdery, a little Powdery, dusty, bubblegummy. It does, but it also has a little bit of a cola vibe to mm-hmm. it. And um, so. This feels very modern. It, it, it's 2021. Okay. Um, definitely feels like it's a winter kind of fragrance. If I had to choose a gender, I'd say it would lean more on the masculine side. Um, who's going to be wearing something like this? That's a good question. That is kind of what I wonder about this fragrance. It's you- a fragrance somebody's going to wear and you're probably not going to notice. I feel maybe that's the blotter talking. Can you give me any hints? Yeah, it's uh, it's. I think they're out of uh, Australia, but th- I've always been curious about this brand because uh, Fragrance Journey One loves them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it, this is probably what he smells like. Is there leather here? Uh, there's benzoin, amber, vanilla, labdanum, bay leaf, and coriander, which I think is, I can get that totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angelica and sandalwood. Yeah, it's I nice. I don't know if this is a classically trained perfumer. I think this is someone who has their own niche line, and um, it is available at Lucky Scent. I'm going to pass. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little amber of now. <laughs> but it's not going to rock my world. I have other things that are going to be more exciting to me, probably. Yeah, I would agree. It's I really do kind of like that bay leaf and coriander greenness to yeah, it. Yeah, I can see that. I, I kind of feel, is this crazy? I feel like that's what's making the bubblegum feeling. I think so, too. I do. Yeah, it, it's... Um, all right. It is uh, Anka Kuss... Amber Destin. Let me read this label, please. <laughs> what does that mean? Anka Kuss, K-U-S. You didn't lie. It's A-N-K-A. K-U-S Kuss. Yeah. Anka Kuss. But they have um, Amber Destin. very exotic, you know, tales and names for their fragrances, and they look like they're printed off. Um, the labels are printed by a you know, like 2007 Epson. I'm into that vibe. Sticker printer paper, and they just put it right on there. I love a little Epsi (laughs) DIY. But uh, I don't know. I'm very curious about the line, and I would like to try uh, some of them because, you know, Fragrance 01 likes them. Okay. That's our boy. Um, Okay. That's uh, number one. Your turn. My turn, yeah. I have just sprayed Jeff his first scent. It's, you know, along the lines of the things we've been talking about tonight. It's kind of a white, dewy, floral, kind of humid, a little scratchy, a little earthy, a little musky. There's some lemon notes to it, some really nice powdery notes. Overall, go ahead, package it up, give it to me. I'll take it. <laughs> I thought this would be like exactly the kind of thing that you're into right now. It has Lily of the Valley. Yeah. Which is why I yeah. specifically chose this for you. But there's a, a lot of other things going on. It smells a lot like that Gelsamino or whatever by Santa Maria Novel that I was used in the game for you yeah, yeah. last time. Yeah, and I really liked that, but this is better. 
well, I don't know about that. It's right along the lines. This has a little bit of amber to it. Is there like vanilla in the base or some kind yeah, of Yeah, there's like, vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it's getting strong. a little sweeter, a little richer, a little more syrupy. Can you give me the note list? Okay. It's jasmine, bergamot, tuberose, lily of the valley, tea rose, ilang ilang, ambrette, sandalwood, and siam or cinna. Which I was like, is that like cinna, like the laxative? Yes, same, same herb hmm. and vanilla. It's really nice. It's very earthy. You you really do get kind of you get all those white floral notes and the ambrette definitely. There is a citrusy, but it feels very like as it's as it's going more into the base, it gets a little bit more ambery. It's a little sweeter. I like it. There's a, there's a real green note to it. So it's, you know, lily of the valley kind of greenness that can come through. A little bit of the jasmine greenness. So with all of those florals, that maximalist floral note pyramid, what do you think that this fragrance feels like period, time period wise? Uh, like dandy era. Because th let me tell you something. This is what you spray on your pocket. Uh, scarf or a pocket square, mm -hmm. your handkerchief that you pull out every now and then and, you know, kind of tap your sweaty brow. But that scent of that. What is the dandy era to you? Uh, like the to late me, 1800s to the early 1900s. Life. Okay, Oscar uh, Wilde. Yeah, you know, the, the Rimbaud and, you know, before. that kind of, you know, that era. Okay, yeah. Um, that's, I, I don't know, I immediately pictured like putting a pocket square or a handkerchief with this scented on it. That's to me, it's very refined, it's very dignified. It's also a little rascally, so. I like it. Yeah, I would, I would totally own this. I, I don't know if I would, it would be in the top, 15 of things I would want on my want list right now because we have several others that are similar. Yeah. Um, Neroli Orange is a better version of this, I think. Oh. Um, I would, well, I mean, I would just have Neroli Orange. This better not be Cologne Francaise. No, no, it's no. Not, oh, no, no. Uh, by Celine, which is um, one that I truly, truly love. But yeah, I know it's not that. But, this is yeah. Cavatina. Cavatina? By Ducita Parfums. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I thought Hag. it was really good. It is really good. Habitina. I, I think like we just kind of missed this one in the sample set. I would say, yeah. I didn't even and, like, it's not registering yeah, to me. Like, I was yeah, sure you wouldn't good. recognize it. It's very good. Anyway, she's good, isn't she? Man. She is good. Yeah. No misses. Yeah. It's not uh, a one. I mean, there's some that I would own more than others, but yeah, they they all are... She knows what like, she's doing. Like, you know, that, that, like Josh, much very different type of things. There's just a care put into their those fragrances. Josh of Libertine. Yeah, uh, but like with Decida, she has, wow, and this is a beauty. That The perfumer behind this, the creator of Decida Parfums, is Pissara Umavijani. Yeah, well, Pissara is amazing. She, I love her socials because she always seems so excited and happy and and uh but I yeah that's it's a beautiful Pissara. sound huh i love the name pisara that's a nice name yeah put, the, put that on the put list it on the list yeah. yeah um okay round two for you okay 
I have just sprayed your second scent. What the hell is this? It's kind of a kitchen, a kitchen sink floral. It smells a bit like salad dressing and, and oily car parts. Okay. But Let's now it's, it's coming yeah. together. It's coming <laughs> together. And I want to say it's a kitchen sink jasmine. Not okay, a... this reminds me, this feels Ooh, like a spicy, really nice. dense, syrupy, is it tuberose? What is the floral here? It's I a can't... jasmine. Jasmine, okay. Yeah, and it has a bit of that corn tortilla thing too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, kind of musty in a pleasant way. It feels like it's just like a jasmine flower just dripping with honey. This feels kind of herbal and funky the way that honey can smell. Okay, it's totally changing now. Like it's all of that really leathery. It's really good. Like from here, it's like, wow, this is pretty amazing. That leathery, um, oily dirtiness is totally lifted from the base. It, and it has... actually feels quite like celestial now. Yeah, it has some notes that really what the hell take the jasmine in a weird direction that is very good like it, it gives it these things so i'm going to read the note list to you it's agathsama cardamom lemon bitter orange bergamot jasmine osmanthus celery seed Clary sage, saffron, indole, tobacco, Peru balsam, vanilla, and fir. Like the what? Douglas fir, tree fir. Okay, well, I know now why I was like salad dressing. Mm -hmm. It was the celery seed. Yeah, it has, I, I think it's such a cool note though. Yeah, like, no, it's, That is I love such it. a cool note. And Mixed all the, the fruit makes sense, but there's like a dirtiness here. I'm, I don't know. Is it the yeah. osmanthus? I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's got to be like the indole and the jasmine and the osmanthus all together. That kind of white is, like, floral amazing. Skank. I haven't had a fragrance transform like this on me. Yeah. I don't know when. But the vanilla I'm keeps it this. sweet. The orange, you know, in the beginning and the cardamom keep it kind of warm and, you know, a little bit of zest to it. Um, but that clary sage and the celery seed and the fir. Give this green kind of yeah. soupiness to it. It's really kind of cool. I love it. Pine soup. Um, yeah, I immediately love this. I am excited about it. I love being surprised like this. Yeah. You know, we smell a lot of scents. I don't get a fra fragrance experience like this very often. Uh, can you tell who's, who's the brand? It's Isabel Lergnon, which is um, <laughs> like. Yeah, I ordered it from Saint Cellier because I love. There's like this one fragrance Larignon. called like Isabel Larignon. There, she has one that's called like Milky Dragon or something like that. And um, sold on the name already. Whoa. Sold on the merit of this. Bengla Yasaman. You know what's kind of crazy about yeah. this fragrance? Is I this, would like this. The citrus. It's like I sprayed it on one side, but if you smell the other side, it's like a totally different experience. Okay. No, it smells the same to me. No, oh, okay. That's amazing. That's so inventive. Ooh, I can't wait to wear that skanky. this week. It's it's totally skanky. It's very glam, very bold. I love the fruity notes. Yeah. 
I guess uh, I was reading a little bit about it today, and she wanted to set out and create a different type of jasmine accord. She wanted to build like a new type of jasmine accord, and I I think she did a really amazing job at it. Mission accomplished. I wonder how she did that. It's really. I'm going to do my research on this then. It's real fresh too. If I can recommend one sample to get for the listeners, this is wowzers. Yeah. Oh, it is. um, It's. It's. it's Sorry. Let me say that again. This is Bengla Yasaman by Isabel Larignon. And of course, you can always check our show description and notes. It'll have everything we talk about. That's amazing. Yeah. It, I knew you would like Thank that. Thank you. So um, I put it in experience. the middle for that reason, and it's good. All right. Okay. My turn. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. This smells like uh, like lemon sugar. Or some kind of starburst. It smells like starburst. Yes, that's exactly what it smells like. It is very syrupy. It's very sugary. It's very gummy. Um, lots of like lemon, citrus, kind of like strawberry or some kind of, you know, not citrusy fruit note to it. I don't know what that would be, but it is big. It's like coming at me, which is nice because that last one for you, the... Bangla, Yasmina, or whatever it is, was I, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to smell anything else, and this has taken that challenge and turned it up on its head. Well, let me tell you, it starts strong and then it disappears. Really? It's, oh, that's sad. It's a problem we have with this line. Oh, now I feel like I should know. I got it out because we were both pretty excited to try these and they really underwhelmed us. So I just wanted to give it a second go. I don't know who the nose is on this. Would you like me to tell you the notes? Give me some notes. Okay. Apricot, mandarin, bergamot, clary sage, osmanthus, magnolia, rose, ambrofix, leather, and georgie wood. Georgie wood. The old georgie wood note. Put that name (laughs) on the list too. (laughs) Um. Yeah, this is my son, Georgie Wood. <laughs> Georgie Wood Dashley, coming to you, twenty twenty five. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. I don't mind it. Um. It's bright and zesty and fruity. What are the last few notes again? Uh, Amberfix, leather, and Georgie Wood. Hmm. I have no idea what Georgia Wood smells like. So do you want me to tell you? Yeah. This is Vrav Rav Room oh, by Pinhalikens yeah. from their Potions and Elixirs collection. That was such a massive disappointment to us. Yeah. Those were some bad perfumes. It's not so much that they were bad. It's just... They're, they're bad because they had nothing to say. Yeah, they're very underwhelming. It's all packaging. And yeah. the packaging is amazing. But even now, knowing the fragrances... A little bit more. I don't like the packaging as much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of killed it for me. Yeah, it's you, okay. You feel like that's what you're paying for. Yeah. I mean, this was one of the ones that stood out to us too. Like we, we didn't love any of them really. Um, the one by Dominique Ropion was good, but it was supposed to be kind of like oh, a the baby alternative. Cat. The, yeah. People were saying it, it was oda, a good thing. Oh, the audacity or whatever. Oh, the audacity. It is nowhere, nowhere yeah, close to baby cat at all. Which we did wear in the last couple of weeks again. And it's just like, man, I think you wore it. We both wore it in the last couple of days. I wore just, it to pick up Henry. It's on the tray. Or, yeah, yesterday. This is good. I think it it's getting better as it goes. But yeah, 
I tried it out a few times when we first got the sample set, and it is by hour two, it's gone. I mean, we're not very well versed in Penhaligon. We we don't know a lot of like classic scents that made them famous, but we have smelled some of their new releases, and it kind of feels like they do just a hodgepodge of what's trending. Yeah, it, it feels like there's always. I, I feel like they're always releasing themes. Mm-hmm. and you know several in short periods of time and it's just like maybe rein that in and yeah put some signature I, I don't know i mean it's a destination place in london it's a you know it's a signature scent of england or a house and so i'm sure they as long as they have something new coming out to keep customers that are walking by and traveling through buy something they will i mean that's all they're they're probably catering to but they're not, I don't know any perfume heads that are, are like really into Penhaligons. Yeah, we don't, I don't yeah. think any of our fragrance friends are like diehard for any Penhaligons. But hey, recommend us some Penhaligons. Maybe yeah. we're totally wrong. Luckily, Neiman's is now carrying, our, our local Neiman's yeah. has, has some of them. I mean, I do like Babylon a lot and I like Cairo. Um, but yeah, most of them, it's just kind of like, eh, it's nice, but I paid almost $300 for it. No. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do your, th- your final one. Okay. I have just provided Jane her third and final scent. This is weird. It's soapy. I smell like smoked fruit. Yeah, um, there's something kind of soily going on here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green. There's actually a lot of green. I'm getting that. It's strong. I can, I can get it over this here. This is it's very experimental. I would say this isn't going to be a crowd pleaser. This is like confrontationally weird. Came out in 2014. Okay. It's a true niche indie house. What scale are we talking? Uh, I mean, scale and what popularity or yeah, no, like yeah, I mean, like this fi- is a this is a known fragrance. You know this fragrance too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, one that you've shown interest in the past. Did you get Fee de Joie? No. Oh, man. I don't know what this is. It's, uh, okay. That's it's changing. <laughs> it's changing completely. Yeah, it's like a very weird green herbal floral. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, There's also like some very bitter aspects going on. You like the note list? Yes, please. Orange blossom, jasmine, rose, ambergris, musk, pink pepper, chili pepper, and sandalwood. Okay. Well, that makes sense. The ambergris, especially giving it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's got like this earthy, watery kind of like funkiness to it. Yeah. A bit of like a bodily smell. Yeah. It's a. And all the pepper there, too. It's a whale's burp. A whale's burp. Yeah, totally. Whales burp floral. Yeah, I, I get the rose here. The orange blossom, I'm like, okay, why why didn't I get that immediately? This is weird as hell. It has a lot. It has so much. I mean, even like the rose. The mm-hmm. rose with the ambergris and the, and the kind of the peppery and spicy notes that surround that orange blossom and jasmine. It's hard to just focus right. on those things, even though they're there. They're obviously the, the, the stars or the jasmine and the, and the orange blossom, but... I take back my comment that this is confrontationally weird. It's drying down 
a lot right now and it started off kind of ferocious and bizarre and now it's kind of like a pleasantly quirky little floral. This is exactly the steps you went through the first time you sampled this and experimented with this fragrance about eight months ago. Okay. And uh, and you're you're kind of going through the same. It's it's neat to kind of I threw this in here as kind of a ringer because <laughs> we've talked about it many times. Just see how consistent I am and if I'm just recently, I get on here and say anything. I think you're just throwing out bullshit. <laughs> and no. Um, <laughs> um, no, just it's kind of it's fun to kind of revisit ones that we were taken with or smitten with previously. Throw in a few months and a lot yeah. of fragrance smelling and see where it stands now. And you're kind of going through the same level. Is it something you would want? I'd have to spend time with it. Um, I can say like a pleasant, quirky little floral is definitely kind of what we're both into right now. Um, oh, boy, it yeah. just got real um, dryer sheet. I bet it would do well in warm weather. Yeah, which I guess is probably when we first, we first, I'll tell you this, and this is going to give this away. Okay. We revisited, or we talked about this the other day when we were kind of looking through our want list from when we Ooh, came. Oh, it was on the want list? It was on the want list that we went through that initially that created the rose crazy. of, all, you know, yeah. when we had the War of the Roses so many months ago we went through that want list a while we went ago through that and it rose, was kind of like want what list. why yeah why is this on here and then we kind of we went through the other day to say like what is our want list how does this old want list look and this was one of those that was on there and it made the top 10 the final <laughs> 10 yeah why do i not know this this is dirty flower factory by kerosene oh why didn't i put that together yeah, I was I really you would, into actually. this. Yeah, you were really. I should into have it. known of the chili pepper note. Yeah, chili pepper and ambergris. And it's such a weird floral. Like it is. It's it comes at you aggressively, and then it kind of settles, and then it becomes very interesting. But it's also kind of like, do I like this? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, Can I uh, smell it again? Ah, it's really neat. It's a neat fragrance. Yeah, you know what? I should wear it. I should wear it and. And really figure out how I feel. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, can't I think give you, you have an to wear it. I think it would. La I think his fragrances also last really long time. So you would certainly. Hey, speaking of, okay, we'll talk about this another time. We don't have time on the show right now. Yeah. Oh, next next episode, can we talk about our maple syrup incidents? Yes. Well, yeah, we'll touch we'll touch on that next time. Teaser. Yeah, maple syrup. Episode. Yeah, everybody loves a good maple syrup tease. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it is uh, my final one, right? Yes. Yeah. I have just sprayed Jeff his final fragrance. This smells like toasted coconut coffee cake. Ooh. I'm hungry it's now. sandalwoody, and it's, this definitely has uh, norlimbanol in it. That's why I put it in this game. Yeah. I wanted to see if this would trigger you. It's triggering. <laughs> yeah. You're wounding me. This is a this is hostile behavior. This is because I said everything you say on here is bullshit. No. Um, but that's what it, it smells like. Yeah, it smells like toasted coffee, cake, baking with coffee creamer. 
It also I, smells like coffee creamer. I hate creamer. coffee creamer it, so much. I don't like this fragrance. It's a bit hazelnutty. You've never liked this fragrance. Yeah. Is this Ganymede? No. <laughs> no. Do you want to know what this is? Give me the note list. Okay. It's wheat and milk. Wheat and milk? Licorice, coconut, immortal. You, you could not list. Just even the first five notes together sounds terrible to me. Well, those were five notes. Huh? Those were five notes. Right. That's why, that's why I said that. Okay. <laughs> I was counting them. We said even just. Yeah, because I'm assuming there's probably like a yeah, sixth, yeah. seventh, and eighth note. I, I think we're going to get up there. Sorry. <laughs> Sandalwood, apricot, spices, woody notes, osmanthus, and amber. You never, you know, I'm going to tell you this right now. Osmanthus is like the second to last note. Never a good sign. You got to throw that up at the top. I mean, can you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I, how, I doubt that. I think when you're, when you're making a perfume, I don't think that you stack them on top of each other. Yeah, I think you do. It's time <laughs> released. It's like a capsule. Um, okay. I don't, I would not, I mean, who's wearing this? It's a TikTok of someone. And, um, a TikTok I don't know. Is this, Derogatory. This is, this is what I imagine. There's that one like vanilla latte fragrance that I keep seeing. Everybody. Oh, Bianca. Yeah. Whatever. This is what I imagine that to smell like. Oh, you're pissed. No, it's just like every time I see a description of that fragrance, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> is it, what are we doing? Now here? I have to order <laughs> Go to the bakery. Why are we buying fragrances like this? You, you know, it's like... We've got gourmand hater Jeff on the air <laughs> right now. This is progressively getting worse <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell you, I've had this fragrance since before we were dating. Oh, is this a Surge? Yes, it is. Oh, poor Surge. Oh, is this <laughs> the... Is this the... Uh, yeah, he's Je really struggling. Pas. This is going to shut him down, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Je de Pau by Serge Laton launched in 2011. This is inspired by bread baking in a bakery mm -hmm. in his childhood. Yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> Close the door, Serge Laton. This is <laughs> over. Your run is done. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I mean. You hate this. I don't like I mean. I'm glad it's Surge and not like someone who's working their ass off as a small niche brand. And I've just been ripping them, so <laughs> he'll be fine. And there's like ten other Surge scents. I, w I would rather, you know, we okay, will. Okay, so the reason I put this in the game was not just to trigger you. I put it in because on Fragrantica, Fragrantica, yeah, um, people said that this smelled like Santal Majuscule. Mm. Do you see some overlap? Because I definitely do. I, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this one discontinued now? Did no, I hear that? People oh. like this scent. Well, right, but I didn't know if it was still available. No, I think it's still oh. available. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know that, uh, yeah, you have had it for a long time. Shasa has it too. Well, we've talked about it. Yeah. Well, I'll let him, I'll give him a piece of yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out to Shasa, our good friend at conservatory here in Dallas. Conservatory. I like when I was trying to tell my doctor the other day where she could buy Rotano, I was like, it starts with a C and I don't remember anything after having a baby. 
Yeah. Conservatory. Yeah. We're there all the time. I know. And he, a uh, few people know his fragrances as, as well as Shasa. So shout out to him and thank you for always taking good care of us. But that's the end of the game and that's the end of this podcast. We made it through. We're back. Thanks for for waiting while we are not waiting. Nobody's waiting. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. Maybe they were. You don't know. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us, as always. We appreciate all the messages. Oh, by the way, we received a message uh, on TikTok that we should do merch. We should do merch. We I remember merch. at the our beginning of the year episode, I said I was going to make us cool t-shirts. I think that was talked about that at some point. We need to do that. We should do that. So thank you for the suggestion. We're on it, hopefully, one day. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Send us any messages or comments, thoughts, and any of your thoughts on anything we mentioned today. We always love receiving your messages, and we're so grateful. So we will uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.